Welcome to the Jordan Experience. Strap in for a wild ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Jordan Experience. I am Jordan Tory. Thank you so much for joining us today for this amazing, amazing episode in this wonderful Memorial Day weekend. So happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody out there. I hope you guys are having a great time out there, whether you're at the pool, whether you're at the lake, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having an amazing time. Um, this week, I just wanted to say, uh, first thing I want to say is thank you to the beautiful and the amazing Miss Alicia for last week's episode. Her and her best friend, Annie, did an absolutely incredible job. If you have not heard last week's episode, I encourage you, go back and listen to it. It is insane. Insane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I, I, you guys need to go check that out. So thank you to the beautiful and the amazing Miss Alicia last week for their amazing episode. You guys go out and check that out. But this week's movie is, I thought, man, we need to start this off with a summer movie. We need to kick it off with a summer movie. And what better way to start that than The Sandlot? The Sandlot came out in 1993. Um, it stars all of these kids. But it stars one kid. His name is Scott, short for Smalls, and he's new in town. He had just moved in with his mom and his stepfather, and they were getting things ready, just getting things settled in, and and uh, Smalls didn't really know anybody, and Smalls didn't really didn't know how to do much, so he needed to make some friends. So he just decided to, to you know to start you know what's going on and everything. So he asked his stepdad. If uh, he would teach him how to play catch, his stepdad said, "Yeah, I'll teach you how to play catch, and I, I you know, I, I've got to do some things, but yeah, I'll teach you." And uh, his name was Bill. His dad, his stepfather was. He called him Bill, and then he was like Dad, and it was, it, he it, it was kind of different. But he he did that, and um, one day he decided to follow the guys from the Sandlot. And his name, the guy that, you know, knew how to play, that really started it off for the team, was the name was um, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan the Jet Garcia. And he was just an incredible baseball player. And they had the other team, the other kid, they had Yeah Yeah and Grover and they had Timmy and Tim. And then they had virtual. And they had this one kid. He was really cool. And um, they just had about last summer, I think it was, they had the 25 years of the Sandlot. And they brought the whole cast together. And as we'll get into this, I'll, I'll tell you my favorite scene in the movie. But it all started with, with uh, Scott. It started with Smalls. And he decided to follow the guys in the Sandlot one day. He goes and follows them. And... Uh, Garcia hits the ball way out there, and uh, they said, hey, Smalls, throw the ball back to us, and it went over to the fence, he got it, and he couldn't even throw it, he couldn't throw it, he couldn't catch it, he couldn't do any of this, he was just kind of this, this geek kid, and he decided to, he was going to try and throw the ball in, so he throws it in, didn't even get across it, he runs away like, not like you never wouldn't believe before in your life. And as he throws the ball, these guys just start wailing on him, start, 
you know, making fun of him and laughing at him because he couldn't catch the ball and he couldn't throw the ball and he couldn't do any of that. So the very next day he goes, the very next morning, really, he goes to his stepfather and says, hey, you know, I really want to, I want you to teach me how to catch. And they go out into the backyard and he, they start throwing the ball around and Bill throws it to him and he misses the ball. Uh, Smalls, he missed the ball. Okay, he missed it. And um, then he threw it again, and he missed it again. And then he threw it a third time, hit the guy. He caught the ball. Smalls caught the ball, hit his eye, and it turned completely black. You know how they say put ice on it? No, he put raw meat on it. Put raw meat on your eyes, people, because you're going to heal like that. You're going to heal yourself and make you feel better. So he, he's sitting there in the front yard, and his gloves all busted up, and he didn't know what to do. He didn't have any friends. He didn't really have much of anything. So what happened was uh, Jet Rodriguez, he came over and he said, yeah, I need a ninth man. Why don't you come and why don't you come and play with us? And Smalls was like, no, I, I don't I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea that I come and do that because I can't play. I can't catch. I can't throw. I can't do any of that. So why would you want me? He's like, yeah, I'll, I got you. Let's go. So they go. And uh, Rodriguez, you know, they come to the field and uh, all the guys are standing together and they're like, why did you bring this wuss? Why did you bring this loser to the ball field? And he was like, he can't catch. He can't do anything. So he hits one past him and uh, he no, he hits it past him. He didn't catch it the first time. And you would think, you know, he would throw the baseball in. He didn't throw the baseball in. He ran the whole baseball in from left field to to the pitcher mound. He ran it in because he knew he can't throw the ball. So he brings the ball in, and uh, then Rodriguez comes back out there to him out there in left field, and he says, hey, throw the ball in. And he was like, do you, you know, he's like, I don't know how, I don't know how to throw the ball. <coughs> Excuse me. He's like, I don't know how to throw the ball. And he's like, it's like a paperweight, dude. And when it gets here, just, you know, just release it. Just release it and it just, it, it will just flow like natural. So he does. And then he asked him, he said, he said, how do I catch it? How do I catch the ball? He said, put your hand, just put your arm out in the uh, out there and just out there and just catch it. Just absolutely catch it. Just stick your arm out there and glove up in the air and I'll do the rest. So he hits it out there to him. He catches the ball like like no other. But in this day and age when you have baseball and you have players and you have all of that, it doesn't really work like that in the movies. So my son, he's, uh, he's seven. And he... I wouldn't say he is the most unbelievable baseball player you've ever seen in your life, but I'm saying that he is a great player. He's a good player. He does, he tries his best. He goes out there, he busts his his ass, and he does what he needs to do. So he does it, and he does what he needs to do. He's a good player. He he tries his very best, and that's all I've ever asked of him is to try his best. But when he comes to me and he puts his glove on the ground, and he doesn't put his glove on the ground, and the ball just rolls past him like three or four times after I told him three or four times, hey, put your glove on the ground, and the ball will roll right into the glove. Oh, no, he doesn't listen. He's just like, no, I'm not going to do that. 
And I'm just like, why am I out here? Why am I wasting my time if you're not going to do the things that I tell you and try to help you to do? The things was like this with Smalls. So with Smalls, you have to understand, he he did what Rodriguez told him to do. Stuck his hand up in there and he caught the ball. So from there on that, from that day forward, he joined the Sandlot. He was part of the team. He was part of the group. And he wanted to he wanted to fit in. So he fitted in. And they just they just had a great time. And then all of a sudden he was like, I'm gonna get the ball. Like Rodriguez, the third time he goes and he hits the ball. He's like, guys, I'll get it. I'll get the ball. And he starts climbing the fence. And all of a sudden you hear this noise, like raw. Like raw. Like, oh my goodness, what is that? He said, That's the beast. He yanks them for the fence and says, that's the beast. You cannot go over there. They said, that is, you cannot go over there. You cannot do that. You cannot climb that fence. So he said to him, he said, no, you can't do that. He said, tonight I want you to meet me here in my treehouse and I'll tell you the story of the beast. So they met and uh, they got in the treehouse and, and Smalls, he was late because he was like, oh man, I'm sorry, I'm He's like, I'm sorry I'm late, guys. My mom made me do the dishes. He was like, oh, my mommy made me do the dishes. Oh, you poor baby. And then Virtual said to him, he said, hey, do you want do you want us some more? He said, how can I have some more if I haven't, haven't had anything yet? He's like, no, Smalls. Do you want some more? And he didn't get it the second time. He says, no, look in front of you. Do this is how you make it some more. You take the graham crackers. You take the chocolate. You put the marshmallow. You roast the marshmallow. And you put it back on. And you have a delicious some more. I'm telling you right now, people, I have not had a some more in a long time. And I think it's time for another one. I really do. So you know what I think I might do? I just might get some fire. I might get some fire and just roast my own damn marshmallows and make my own damn s'mores and let me tell you something if i do that i'm gonna put it up on the facebook page i'm gonna put it up on the facebook page of the jordan experience and it's just gonna be unbelievable and i'm gonna do it that way if it's if it's that's the way it goes so they do and he tells and then um sketch tells the story of the beast he says, my dad, my great uncle said, you know, you cannot go over there because the beast is like an animal. He's like a monster. He's like a bear, bear dog. You know what a bear dog is? You've never seen a bear dog before. It's a big old bear and a dog mixed into one. So you would think it's a bear dog. So he gets the bear dog. He tells the story. And he says, yeah, that's that's it. You know, that's the way it is. And that's and that's the way it's gonna be. He says, Small, stick your head out that window. He sticks his head out the window and the beast is like Rawr Like it's it's crazy. Like it is it's crazy. So he sticks his head out the window, he's like, I'm he's down there. He's down there, the beast is down there. He's like, I know the beast is down there. So you guys were you guys are getting this with me. It's like he's the beast, you know. He he's the beast. He's the animal. He's the one that takes care of it all. So as we move forward in the movie, you know, he decided Smalls did that. You know, he was gonna play baseball. He was you know making some great friends, and then 
And then it's time. It's like 120 degrees outside, all right? It's smoking hot outside. You can't play baseball in this smoking hot summer. So he goes and he says to him, he says, all right, I got it. I got it. I'm ready. Here we go. So he goes to him and he says, (coughs) he says, I got it. It's time to go to the swimming pool. This is my favorite scene whatsoever in the whole, in all of Sandlot. This is my favorite scene because you got squints, okay? Squints. Remember, he's like the four eyes of the guy. And he has a crush on the lifeguard, okay? And when I say the lifeguard, I mean the lifeguard. That is Wendy Peppercorn. Okay, she's in he she is in this one piece red swim swimming suit. Okay, I'm imagining it right now as we speak, and I'm imagining someone in that red one piece swimming suit, and like whoo yes, I'm imagining it in my head right now. So the lifeguard is up there, and Winnie Peppercorn is up there, and. Squid said, you know, they're in the swimming pool, and he waves at her, and hi, how's it going? And he, he, now you have to remember, Squid doesn't know how to swim, okay? Squid doesn't know how to swim. Squid don't know how to do much. So he says, I can't take it anymore. She just puts a lotion on, and then she puts some oil on, and then I'm just imagining it in my head right now of this person that I'm thinking of in this red one-piece swimsuit, and I'm just like, hmm... And I'm like, mm, mm, yes, please. So she's in this one, she's in the swimsuit, okay? And and uh, Squid decided he was going to get on the diving board. So he goes and he gets on the diving board and uh, he jumps off. Now, I'm me, I'm imagining it in my head right now, I'm jumping off the diving board too. Even though I'm back in my mind, like, I don't know how to swim, but I really do know how to swim though. I, I really do. So, a squid jumps in the water. I jump in the water, too. And Wendy's up there. They take a minute. And the whole team, the whole baseball team is like, oh, he doesn't know how to swim. And he's swimming to the whole bottom. He sinks to the whole bottom. Okay? In real life, people, when you jump into the water, you really don't sink to the very bottom. You have to swim to the bottom to get to the bottom. So... Wendy decides to jump in the water, and the person I'm imagining up there jumps in the water, too. And she comes in, and she saves my life, pulls me out of the water, okay? And then she starts to give me mouth-to-mouth. Wendy Peppercorn decides to give him mouth-to-mouth, too. So he waits a minute, and then he's uh, and the team is like, oh, man, he looks like a fish. He looks like a dead fish. Like, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no idea what I'm going to do. So he wakes up for a minute. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, man, he looks like a dead fish. He looks like a dead fish. And then all of a sudden you see this smile on his face like, "Ah." and I can see the smile on my face too. And I'm coming up and his, her head is on his chest and you can just listening for the heartbeat and you can hear Winnie and, and he goes in for the kiss. He just grabs her by the neck Wraps his arm around her and just starts kissing on her. And I can imagine myself kissing on her too right now. Yes, I can. And uh, so <laughs> he gets he gets yanked by Wendy Peppercorn, thrown into the grass, got kicked out for the rest of the summer, and he's never allowed to the pool again. Okay, as the guys were putting back on their clothes, he... Uh, 
he's at the gate, you know, just waving at Wendy and Wendy points her eyeglasses down or sunglasses down and she looks at him and he looks back at her and I'm looking at her too. And she's looking at me and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. So that was one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie because he faked it because he just wanted to kiss the girl. You know, he wanted to kiss her. So what do you do? You fake being drowned in the swimming pool so you can kiss the girl. Okay? Props to you. Props to you. Yes. Props to you, Skittle. So, he kissed her. All of a sudden, the very next day, they go back and uh, they decided they were, they're still having a great time. They're still having a great time and they decided the fair is in town, so we better go to the fair and we better have a good time. So they go, you remember the song, Tequila? Dun, 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 tequila. So this song is playing. So yeah, it's like a great day. They've had a great day of baseball. They go to the fair and they start chewing tobacco, okay? Do you know what chewing tobacco means? You chew it and then you spit it. You don't chew it and then you swallow it. You don't do that. So these guys decided to chew it and then swallow it. They get on the ride and they go, dun, 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 dun. And I'm like over here like, dun, 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 tequila. Where's the tequila guy? I'm like, where's the tequila at? So we're going to get the tequila out so we can start taking shots. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Anyway, they they go on the ride and it's like, they're spinning around in circles. And they're spinning around in circles. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, bruh, bruh, puking all over these girls, all over these guys. They got puke on themselves. They go home. They go home. They have a good time. And then all of a sudden, it's the 4th of July. It is the 4th of July. And they decided they were going to play night ball. So... During the 4th of July, you can see the fireworks and you can see the lights, the light, the lights in the sky, you know, from the fireworks make it bright. So they decided to do that. The very next day, they decided to play ball. Rodriguez hits the ball over the fence, okay? This is the part we're getting, we're getting to, the good part. So he hits the ball over the fence. The baseball's over now. You don't have, nobody has 98 cents to go and get another baseball, and then Smalls decides, I'm going to do something brave. I'm going to do something unbelievable and probably something I should never, 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 never do. And it's this. And then he decides to do it. Okay. He gets the ball. He's like, yeah, I got a ball. Okay. So his his stepdad goes out of town for our one week. Says, I'm not going to be back for a week. You are the man of the house. You are the man of the house, he said to him. He said, all right, I'm the man of the house. So he goes and he gets the ball. He goes into his stepdad's office and there's this ball sitting there, okay? At the very beginning of this movie, the ball reads on there, Babe Ruth. Does everybody know who Babe Ruth is? Babe Ruth is one of the greatest baseball players that ever lived. The great Bambino. The castle of cloud. This man was the greatest baseball player that ever lived, uh, ever played the game of baseball. He decides to swipe the ball. He didn't tell anybody that Babe Ruth's name was on the baseball. Okay? So Smalls and, and Rodriguez says, hey, it's your ball. You hit. So Smalls decides to hit it. 
He hits it over the fence, and it goes into the yard of the beast. You're telling me he's starting to feel sick again, so he has to tell the guy, say, guys, I swiped my stepdad's baseball, and it was named Babe Ruth. You have lost your mind. You're going to play with a baseball that has Babe Ruth's name on it? No, you're not. No, you're not. You deserve to get your ass whooped for playing with the baseball that has Babe Ruth's name on there. Like, oh no. I would if I was that dog too, I would have chewed it up, spit it out, and just flew it over the fence. Like you you have no idea what I would have done. You have no idea what I would have done to that thing. So he hits it over the fence. They try to get it back. And you know what they try to do? One of them, they tried to do it. They tried to you know, take a broom and just like get it into the fence and scoots it in there and he scoots it in there and he says, all right, a little further, a little further. And he goes a little further and he couldn't get it. The beast gets it, bites half the stick off. It's like drooling of dog, dog drool all over it. And there's like, oh my goodness, this beast is the beast. Okay, and they tried all these things to get the baseball back, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. The beast stopped them every time. And one night, the Jet Rodriguez had a dream, and Babe Ruth came to him in this dream, okay? He says, legends live forever. Heroes die. Heroes die Legends live forever. No, legends live, heroes never... And legends live, heroes never die. Is what he said to him. He said, heroes live... No. Heroes die... No, all, he, go, he goes on. I just said it once correctly the first time. And he goes... Um, he goes... What did he say? He said... Le- he says... Heroes... He says... Legends live, heroes never die. Legends live, heroes never die. The legends live, but the heroes never die. So he had a dream about the Bambino. Bambino came to him and says, you just need to jump over the fence and get the baseball. That's what he did. The very next day, he says, come on, let's go. I had a dream. They get to the sandlot. Rodriguez, he changes his shoes into these Converse, jumps over the fence. The beast is like staring at him. And I mean like staring at him, staring him down. And he says, I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to get the ball. So he starts running. The beast starts running. They're going to be like head-on collision in just a minute. And it's really not going to be a head-on collision. It never did. It never happened. It was never a head-on collision. So he gets the baseball. He starts running back over the fence. The beast jumps over the fence, starts running all over him. They run through town. They destroy things. It was just unbelievable. So they get back to the sandlot, and Rodriguez jumps over it again. The dog, the beast jumps over the fence too, knocks the fence down. The fence falls on the beast, and Rodriguez and Smalls pick the baseball up, I mean pick the fence up, get the dog out, brings it up to the man uh, that owns the house. His name is, uh, what was his name? Myrtle, Myrtle. 
Myrtle was never allowed to let the beast out. So he goes up to the door and says, why didn't you just come knocking on the door? I would have got you the ball. And Virgil was like, uh, uh, you can't just do that. You can't do that. Yes, you can do that. They go inside and let's say, hey, let's talk about this ball. They go inside. They talk to the guy. And when they talk to the guy, he says, yeah, I do Babe Ruth. I knew Babe Ruth. And he said, you're dead outside, aren't you? He's like, I knew George, I knew Hamilton. I knew Babe Ruth. The guy said, hey, let's make a trade. I'll give you the 1927 signed New York Yankees for your Babe Ruth baseball. They did all of this so he could get the baseball back. And he really didn't even get the baseball back. He got another baseball. Gives it to him and he says, here. Here. Gives it to his, his uh, stepfather. And he grounded him for a week because of what he did. Because he swiped his baseball. He swiped his bathe through his baseball. But I'm here to tell you that summer is here. Memorial Day weekend is here. What a weekend. What a movie. The Sandlot was unbelievable in 1993. A few years later, they made a Sandlot too. And lie, I almost lost my mind. Never, never tried to redo the Sandlot. The Sandlot is a legendary movie. Do not ever do that again. I give The Sandlot a 9 out of 10. That's the first movie I've ever given a 9 out of 10. Because The Sandlot is a great movie. It was a great movie. And I encourage everybody. Summer is here. Guys, go check out Summer. What are you going to do this summer? What are you going to do this summer? I'm. What am I going to do this summer? Let me tell you what I'm going to do this summer. I'm going to lay by the pool... And I got my uh, I got my kid's birthday. I got um, someone else's birthday in June that I'm going to go and celebrate. And yes, I am. I'm going to go and celebrate her birthday. And her birthday. I said yes, her birthday. So I'm going to do that. And um, I don't, we'll see what else I can come up with this summer to to do but we'll see but uh yes you guys go and check out the sandlot if you have never seen the sandlot memorial day weekend is here i hope you have a great fantastic memorial day weekend thank you for all the servicemen and women that do what they do for this country and for everybody out there thank you for your service and for this country and i just want to say happy memorial day weekend to all of you guys uh, you guys go check out the Jordan Experience Facebook page and also Instagram at the Jordan Experience underscore on Instagram. Go check it out. Go like, comment, and share. Tell me what kind of movies you guys want to see this summer. You guys want me to talk about this summer. Um, I really do want you guys to check that out. I will be posting this on my Facebook page on the Instagram page wherever you guys check it out. So please check out this week's uh, podcast right here on the Jordan Experience, wherever you listen to your co- podcast on Google, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, please check it out. And from everybody here at the Jordan Experience, I am Jordan Tory, and we will see you guys next week.